This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. For God's sake, what happened to our eyes? Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me as always is my co-host, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? That was some great Thermian. Thank you. I've been practicing, you know. Happy Fake Horgasm Month. Happy Fake Horgasm Month. Yay! Uh, I can't believe we actually got this far to actually gonna not do horror movies. I um, I can't believe it either, honestly. I was thinking the other day, I was like, what if we just did like another podcast about not horror movies? And that I'm has, like I'm not gonna lie, that has crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> or even when we're done with the horror, we can go right there's so many different genres of right? movies out there. There's comedy, action, sci-fi, um, romance, yes. um, cartoons, there's so many different things we can do. When we're kind of run out of horror movies, which there's a lot to go through. Trust me. You've gone through, I think, half. I have binged horror movies. Obviously, it's November now. Um, and We're like in post-Halloween. Yeah, we're in the honeymoon phase of Halloween still. I still have my decorations up, not going to lie. Of course. But it's just like, ugh. Ooh. The amount of horror movies I watched this October is disgusting like i judge myself a little bit no but it's just everybody's like talking about and like these movies are amazing and that movie's awesome and i'm just like i want to watch them all (laughs) so i feel like ash ketchum with horror movies at this point gotta watch them all gotta watch them all gotta watch them all all. well also on halloween we watched um event horizon event horizon and we're not gonna review that one this time we'll be down the line but just Quick little, you know, what did you think of Event Horizon? Your first time seeing it, yeah. what did you think? It was good. It was fun. It was like <clears throat> if Alien and Hellraiser had a baby. Yep. It was and, good. And go, you know, Auden, Alien, Hellraiser, and Ghost Ship. Yes, yes. Had a baby. Because it's, it's all those three kind of thrown together. Yeah, I agree. For and sure. A great movie, great cast. Uh, we'll, when we enter, you do review it, you'll have more more details. Right. But uh, I, I know this one you mm-hmm. haven't seen, and it's... It's really achieved like a cult following of how I believe good it, it is, mm-hmm. which is sad because a lot of it was cut. Oh, All the graphic parts were course. cut. Of uh, course. Well, you were saying about um, we watched Galaxy Quest this week. Just side note, everybody, and um, <laughs> it could be like another Coraline thing where <laughs> I re-listened to that episode the other day, and right before we finished talking chop, I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we watched Coraline," <laughs> and I <laughs> was laughing so hard. I'm like. <laughs> The professionalism. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I forget what I was saying now. Uh, we're watching Galaxy Quest, and it's gone. Okay, well, I'll fill in. Yes. Um, a little bit of cheap promotion. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, check it out. We were on Beer and Chill. Yeah, for we their Halloween special. On Beer and Chill. They're doing two parts, so yep. there's a second one coming out soon. Uh, if not already out. But, uh, you know, if you want to listen to a great podcast, a little spooky, scary stories, go and listen to it. Beer and Shell Podcast with Yawn and Craig. Yeah, if you forget. Two of the greatest guys ever. Check out our Instagram page. I have a link to them in um, quite a few of our stories, highlights, um, posts. I repost their stuff, too. We had so much fun talking to them. That was so uh, fun. (laughs) We were listening to their... um, 
episode and in their introduction they're like yeah you know we we talked for a bit and then we recorded for an hour and then we talked for another hour which we totally did and it was so much fun yeah we talked about everything it's just like literally one of my favorite things about doing this is that you know you meet people from all over like i've had some of the coolest conversations with people on instagram or on facebook or now in real life or on discord where um you know, you just kind of get to talk about, you know, things that are so normal to us here in Canada, but are totally different to other people in, like, they're from, yeah. they living in Scotland. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I love that. But um, you were talking about cult following. Oh, yes. With yeah. um, the Event Horizon. Yes. And I watched Reanimator the other day. Oh, And that... I just wanted, because that's a huge cult following. Oh, yes. And that's got, that's, we're going to review that soon. Yes. Yeah, not it's, sure when, but it's coming up. It's coming up. I think it actually might be a couple months. I was looking at it and I was yeah. like, "Oh, we should move some stuff around" because I actually really enjoyed it, and I want to yeah. know what what you see. But um, Barbara Cram- LLC is getting the boot down again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, which probably both of you do don't know, uh, we have like months ahead of what we're going to review. Yes, we have. We had Lake House LLC off Netflix on our list. Literally since, since like the second fourth, week. Yeah, third or fourth month. In. Yeah. And we have kept, because the movies come, come yes. in or our lovely victims would say, hey, you should review this one or this movie. Yes. Lake House was always the one always. that got the move. We'd the look at the lineup and be like, oh, we, I really want to watch that one. I really want to watch that one. Oh, Lake House LLC. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Let's Yeah, let's just bump that one. Every single time. I think now when I look at it, I think it's up to like next August. <laughs> oh, it's it's, so it's, it's penciled in for episode 100, but oh, yes. who like, knows what's going to happen at that time. The episode that we'll like never get to. Like we'll just we'll stop it. doing it at episode we'll 99. We'll just go 99 to 101. <laughs> Fuck you, Lake House LLC. You're not yeah. scary enough. Yeah, we don't need you. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was it was fantastic, and I'm excited. Um, I actually follow um uh Barbara Crampton, I believe is her name. She's like a scream queen. She I follow her on Instagram, and as soon as I started watching this, I was like, holy shit, she's like the heroine in this kind of like the oh, cool. whatever. Yeah, and oh, just the acting was awesome. Like it was so good. <laughs> but like it's one of those movies that's so bad it's good kind of but like the effects were hor- like were gross like there was Ooh, so good. much blood i have never not never but like i it's hard to find a horror movie with this much blood in it i got one for you you haven't seen yet okay um dead alive okay buckets and buckets really? and you, you remember uh the evil did remake right yes yes with the the raining blood yep. yeah that was like a, a drop of what that movie went through, which is hilarious. Yeah, they were um, in this in animator. I was re- reanimator. They were saying that most horror movies, like just for like wounds and stuff, they use on average about four gallons of blood for a horror movie. This like reanimator used twenty four gallons Fuck. of blood spraying and dumping Oof. and gushing and yeah, like it's everywhere. Nice. It's just like yeah. I I tried watching it once before and I was like. Like, I mean, it's okay. And then I actually, like, sat down with snacks and laser-focused. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down because people love this. And Tasia, I was like, yeah. Tasia has been telling us repeatedly, when are you doing Reanimator? Yes. you got to do Reanimator. I'm like, we're getting there. It's, it's coming. <laughs> Just. <laughs> well, we might have to bump it up a bit. We might. We'll have to look. I yeah. Mean, we'll, we'll look at it. We'll make a little, little. Totally. Future Nick and Alana. Check this out. Yes. Move Reanimator up a bit. Yes. Got to appease our victims. Yes, of course. Appease the victims. As usual. Isn't that what you usually do is appease the victims? I think so. Appease (laughs) the victims. Feels right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Did you watch any good horror movies this last? Not a lot. I've been busy. Not a lot. Not a lot. I've kind of watched them with you and... No, I was really, I've been busy with other stuff. Right, yeah. I just haven't really had much time to really focus on, ooh, horror movies. Yes. Uh, I've kind of been watching other, a few other things. Yes. Uh, Barbarians has been really good. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I haven't watched, I, I feel, 
bad because I should be watching a lot more. Like, oh. not, like you're 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 tip the slack for both of us. Well, I just like <laughs> I don't know. I, I I laser focus on something, and like like this last week, I've hardly watched any horror movies. I've only been watching anime. So oh, fair enough. But like, it's... since it's fake orgasm month, let's maybe talk about movies that we don't watch, like yeah. or that aren't horror movies. Well, Mandalorian season two is out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Great start. No, no spoiling that yet, but yes. that's a great, great start. Yeah, um, I feel like when I'm not watching horror movies, I'm usually watching either sci-fi or anime. Those are about my two yep. that I really Those love. And I think you're about in the same boat, hey? Yeah. Yeah. I like my sci-fi. I like my action. I love my yes. comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like drama. Yeah. It's a little boring times, but some right. of them are slow, but that's what people like. They like the slow build. and yeah. yeah. I can always get into a good dramedy. Like, I like um, The Great on Amazon Prime. It's about Catherine the Great. And um, that was fantastic. It's with um, uh, Elle Fanning. Oh. And the guy who plays Beast in the new X-Men movies. Oh, he was uh, the, the zombie, the main zombie in Warm Bodies. Yes, you I know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah, he, um, they're the two main characters. Like, he's Peter, um, Peter the, what do they call him? Anyways, he's, whatever. He's Peter. King Peter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of Russia. And she's Catherine the Great. And they are just hilarious. But it's also very serious because she's overthrowing the Russian you know, spoilers, Whoa. history spoilers. Careful, the Titanic like... sinks at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's spoiler owl. Ooh. Ooh, spoiler owl. Oh my God. Yeah, that's like a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like non-horror things to talk about. I'm like. I got nothing. Right? You know what I, no one I can talk about? Tell me. Galaxy Quest. Oh my god, I love it so much. Do you want to get into it? I think we should right now get into Galaxy Quest. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Make it so. You guys came. Who wants the grand tour? <laughs> Anybody else? All right. So this week for Fake Horse Gas of Month, first one, we watched Galaxy Quest. Um, it's a 1999 movie. Oh my god, that's over 20 years. 21 years old. Oh, that old. hurts. It's directed by Dean Parasot and written by David Howard and Robert Gordon. Woo. Yay. Such a good movie. It really I, is. This movie, and even rewatching it now, it's been a few years, and I was telling you, I actually watched it on VHS. Like, that's how I remember having it is, like, I wasn't allowed to see it because I wasn't old enough when it came out. So I couldn't <laughs> see it because it was a little suggestive. And um, I actually went, like, we rented it afterwards and I watched it and I was like, this movie hits. Like, it's a good movie. Um, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I believe I you. I saw it and I, I loved it. I thought this was a great Ugh. comedy kind of, you know, parody of Star Trek and it's very, very faithful, like, you know, to yes. what they actually went through. Like, some of the trivia off of IMDb is, like, wow. Yeah. Like, it, a lot of it, they kind of took the stories of the old Star Trek shows, not just the first, like, all of them, and kind of, you know, made, like, what happened in real life. But right. Movie-wise, and it's funny. Oh, it's just, it, it's just awesome. It's so, it's funny, and it's heartwarming, and it's kind of creepy at points. Like, it, there's points that are scary, and, oh. It's just such a fun movie to watch. Like, this is one of those movies that I've definitely, like, just put on in the background while I'm, like, screwing around. Oh, I just love it. Yeah. It's just, reminds me of my childhood. I know. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm trying to find the, um, the effects. Because uh, it was um, Stan Winston. Okay. He was the one behind the effects, behind the costumes, the Thermian look, the... Um, like everything, everything effect wise was Stan Winston. Sure. The practical, uh, the CGI effects was Industrial Light and Magic. Okay. So they had some major heavy hitters for this movie. Sure. Well, it's like huge stars and stuff too. You know. Oh, this is a great like, cast. Yeah, like it's um the acting was phenomenal, and it's just like, ugh, it's just yeah, it, it's a fun movie to watch. Like it does not take itself seriously. No. Nope. You know, but there are points in it where you're kind of on the edge of your seat, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? There's like, you know, a few twists and turns of stuff and, 
Oh, it's just, and it's, if you've ever been to, like, a Comic-Con or an expo for, like, comics or anything, yep. there's a couple scenes where they're at the expos, and it is so reminiscent Very of, much. like, I've, you know, everything I've been to. It's just, uh it's so fun, and all the people dressed up, and, like, you know, the kids who totally believe that they're actually, yeah, you they're know. Yeah, they're so into it, the, yeah. Yeah, like a space commander, and, oh. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this movie's fun. I'm so glad we watched it. <laughs> I just like get all those warm, fuzzy feelings back. <laughs> oh. it, like, me this month is like a good, um, like, palate cleanser from our yes. horror year. Right. And, uh, yeah, we have yeah. a little, little month off and then you know, get right back into the horror. Yes. But it's... we got some great movies lined up, though. And this is oh. a good way to start it off. Yes. 100% good way to start it off. Right. Oh. Because it's just so, so ridiculous and so fun. Yeah. It's just one of those movies that puts you in a good mood. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, my like, god! We're watching it. We're both laughing at the scenes. Oh, killing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the acting and so good. But like any movie with Alan Rickman is 10 out of 10. Yep. I don't care who you are. Everybody loves Alan Rickman. It's true. You, you can't not. Like, oh. And he's just, like, plays, you know, that really, like, smarmy, angry British actor, you know? Oh, it's just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Him and uh, Tony Shaloub. Yeah. I don't know if last name right. But, uh, like, we got from Monk. He's yep. so good in this, too. He's so, yes. like, straight man about it. Yeah. But not. He's a goofy straight man. Yes. So funny. Oh my God! Yeah, I I I was uh, telling you I watched Adam's Family Values with Jess the other day, and um in the scene where the spoilers I don't know if you're it's a very old movie it's, it's an older movie it's second Adam's Family movie when um Fester is at home with his whatever his Debbie the woman yeah. that he marries and she goes to the bar and tr- leaves a bomb there for him to blow up. When she goes to the bar, he's one of the background actors in the oh, bar yes, scene. Yeah. Yes, and it was that. like, as if that's the guy from Monk and 13 <laughs> Ghosts, as a background character. Yeah. Like, what? But yeah, there he is in all his glory as an army guy, like cheering her on when she's chugging beer. And I'm like, that is bizarre. That, like, hey, Tony, you want to be a background character in an Adams Family movie? Like, I just want to know what his agent was thinking. <laughs> well, that's like, um, Missy Pyle. She's the one, the alien Thermian. Mm-hmm. She's in a bunch of background, you know, in the movies, TV, shows and She's friends. one of those supporting characters. Yes, and she yeah. does a phenomenal job. Yeah, like, I, what I always think of her as is, um, she, there's two roles. She's the mom in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Of <gasps> she five, is! Of Violet, the one that chews the gum. Yes. And she's also the um, unibrow lady in Dodgeball. It's been a while since I've seen Dodgeball. Oh. I don't remember her. She, when you watch it, but you'll no, know. I can, yeah. I can, I can see Charlie the one on the, like, easily. Yeah. The the purple cobra. What are they? The Vipers or whatever they're I called. Forget. The Ben Stiller's team. She's like the angry one with the <laughs> unibrow. That's her as well. But she does lots of awesome supporting roles. Like, she's so versatile. Yeah, I like her. And, and also, uh, Rain Wilson. This is yes. This and yes. Justin Long's film debut. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. And then he goes on to do The Office. And he was in The uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Uh, Justin Long went on to be in Jeepers Creepers. Yes. Oh, so, yeah, they do horror movies. Yeah. Right. Which is, it's a great... So, you know, branch off point for them right. to go different, different acting avenues, you know, different genres. Yeah. And yeah, all it is like one, one good start. Yes, exactly. And away you go. Well, they were like, uh, Rain Wilson was kind of a background character in this. He kind of, what he was barely in it. He was in the opening scene. He was good. But then he yeah. kind of got kicked to underneath with um, uh, the guy from Monk. But, um, like, yeah. he was down there in the, whatever, the... Engineering. Engineering room, yeah, with him. But Justin Long played, like, a bit more of a, a front character, especially yeah. near the end of the movie. Yeah. But um, he was so endearing and adorable, you know? Very much. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Should we go through the characters? Let's do it. Okay, so, 
We already basically are. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie, Galaxy Quest, stars Tim Allen as Jason Nesmith, who played Commander Peter Quincy Taggart. Tim Allen's great. He is. Like, I just, he's, yeah. I, I, obviously, we've all watched Home Improvement, and I watched Toy Story? Yes. I watched him on Last Man Standing, which I think is still going. I think it got renewed. Yes, I'm got sure. got back. Yeah. It was canceled and got brought yes. back. But whatever. Yeah, so I, I still watch that, which is like crazy, but yeah, I love that show. Uh, we have the, the great, the beautiful uh, Sigourney Stunning. Weaver. Opulent. <laughs> yes, as Gwen DeMarco, who played Lieutenant Tawny Madison. Uh, she was a ship's communications officer and the only officer aboard who can give orders to the ship's computer. Yes. Which is it's funny. <laughs> There's one scene. Oh, it's just hilarious. We'll go through it. Yeah. It's just. And, and this is like one of, her great, one of her great roles that she got to play. Yes. And you don't see Ripley or no. any of her other characters in this role. Like she is a whole new character and that shows just how fucking good of an actress she is. It's it's like partly to do with the hair and like the yes. underdone, you know, makeup and stuff. And like the just. The push up bra. The push up bra. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's just so not Ripley in this. No. You know. She's, she's all a different, more, I don't say confident, but she's a whole different, great character. Totally, yeah. Uh, we also have the amazing, the fantastic, the late, great Alan Rickman Aww. as Alexander Dane, who played Dr. Lazarus. My love. The ship's science officer, I remember the Maktar race. Uh, he, he was like the, 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 the Spock. Yes, the, the exactly. Show. Yeah. He was like the only, I guess, in quotations, alien crew member. Yes. And yeah, with the headpiece and everything, which he never takes the headpiece off. He never took off. it off <laughs> until the end where it's a little damaged. Yes. Even um, in the scenes when he's talking to uh, Sigourney Weaver on the phone and um, he still has it on in his apartment, <laughs> like making food. It's like... It must be a pain he has to take on and off. He's losing right? it Right? And like, I don't know. Or it's almost like, you know, he says how much he hates playing the character, but he's still holding on a bit. Yeah. So that's his bread and butter, you that's, know? That's right. That's exactly it. Yes. Uh, we've got the great Tony Shalhoub as Fred Kwan, who played Tech Sergeant Chen. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he, he, like, he played just such a great oh, role in this. He's so, like, monotone and, like, completely doesn't even care about anything. Super carefree. Yes. Yeah, it's just like, like, I'm just going to keep talking about this movie. Sorry, guys. I'm so excited. Oh, no, no, I love don't worry, this movie yes. so much. <laughs> when they um, all get beamed aboard the yes, spaceship for the first this. time, they're all like freaking out. Like, oh my Shaking. God, where are we? What's going on? And he just like walks out and walks towards the commander. Like, he's like, okay. That well, was like, a, what's, what's wrong with him? He's got to all like the liquor kind of pours off. He's like, that was a hell of a thing. Yeah. He's like, hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's wrong with them? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so uh, good. We have the great Sam Rockwell as Guy Fliegman. Oh, he's so good. He's the cast handler at conventions, and he also played a red shirt in the show itself. Yes. And, like, it's so funny through the whole movie. He's, he kind of throws a whole, I'm kind of confident. But then he's like, wait, I'm a red shirt guy. I'm the guy who dies. Yes. I'm the expire. I'm the, the, the one who gets to be killed off. Yeah. And through the show, he's crying into Sigourney Weaver's oh, hand, calling yes. mommy. It's just funny. He's, he's like, I find his reactions like very what most people's reactions would be almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he screams. He's like, this is wrong. Everything's wrong. We're all going to die. And it's during like, and during the movie, he calls every wrong thing that yes. happens. Yes. He calls that. He's like, this is going to go bad. They're going to get ugly real fast and mean. There'll be a million of them. He's like, what? What are you talking about? Would you guys watch the show? Like, yes. He was not even a part of the show, but he was also a huge fan himself. Yes, exactly. So. When I um, always think of him, I always think of him as like the bad guy in Charlie's Angels. Isn't that bizarre? Oh, yeah. Remember, he's the guy that um, they're like sworn to protect and then he sleeps with Drew Barrymore and then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm not a good guy. Yeah, does he like take a thing off or something? It's like a. Yeah. I did watch the same movie too. Oh I remember. God, I remember him. We should do that for next fake orgasm month because that is one of my favorite movies. Charlie's Angels. Yes. Okay. Um, Future he was Nick and Alana. <laughs> one of his one of his few uh, like early 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 shows or episodes, yeah. movie roles, <laughs> eh, was um, he was a background character in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. At the end, and he's there during the movie too. But uh, he's when tells the police go check out the. The warehouse by the water. Oh. Where the technodrome is. 
and I always thought, yo, I know this guy. Where's he from? And I could always keep forgetting until going through the IMDb of this movie. I'm like, that was him. He was the <laughs> lead, lead, thug. <laughs> lead thug in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, I love the, the names that they give people. And we also get, or we have, uh, Daryl Mitchell as Tommy Weber. Yes. He played Lieutenant Laredo, a precocious child pilot. What else is he in? Because he's kind he of familiar, but... Didn't do a lot. Didn't do a lot, no. no. He was fantastic in this movie. He was on the John LaRoquette show. Uh, he was on Veronica's Closet and NCIS New Orleans. Hmm. As, he like, did... just a character? Like, a recurring role, or...? Uh, character. Okay. Interesting. Apparently, he was in... Oh, I didn't know this... November 10th, 2011, 2001, he was perilous on a waist down after a motorcycle crash. Uh, I did not know this. So that's probably why he hasn't done anything. Well, he's done. I think he just has been, just kind of roles limited horribly. Right. Um, he was in Payback, Inside Man, The Country Bears, Black Knight. Hmm. Uh, he was in 10 Things I Hate About You before this. Yeah. And TV-wise, he was... Um, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, player in wheelchair. Mm. Mm. Um, the game, Brothers, Desperate Housewives. Hmm. Uh, the Cleveland Show. Sure. His voice only. He was in the walk. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Okay. As recurring, so season four to now. So he's on walk the Fear of the Walking Dead. Cool. Good for him. And awesome. he was on 2014 NCIS uh, New Orleans. Hmm. Computer specialist, patent flame. Cool. So there you go. So he's he's actually he's got a career going too. Good, Good for him. Awesome. Uh, we also go through more characters. We have Enrico Colantoni as Mathazar, yes. the leader of the Thermians. Mathazar was so good. Like the, the characters, the people who played the Thermians are amazing. They did a great job. They all have oh. different walking movement. Mostly they're they're shown this is how you walk. Put your hands in front and just kind of like half ass uh frankenstein it but, yes. but down low yeah and everyone does it differently yes. and that's good i like that they're not all the same yeah because they're all different you know, individuals um but they're so goofy it's just like if you told somebody how to laugh like you had to talk it through like you laugh by just like you know like like moving your vocal cords kind of you know like yeah. like it, it, like, how do you explain it? How do you teach somebody how to laugh? And so that's the thing where they're like, ah, 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 yeah. It's like they, they, like, they don't know how to do it. They you don't. know what I mean? It's so funny. Exactly. It, it's, but it, it's like, you know, if you so told good. somebody, how do you walk? Well, you move your feet in front of one in front of the other and swing your arms. Yeah. That could very well be interpreted exactly yeah. how they did and it. Their, and their real forms are like these weird, squiddy, tentacly things. Yes. So. They don't know what to use feet, exactly. alone toes. Yeah. So it's 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 like this, like the uh, the, the they must have had some experienced, um, like physical yes. actors uh, who at least know what they're doing. Yes, exactly. I agree. Uh, we also have Robin Sachs as uh, Cyrus. I can't pronounce his first name. Rathar Cyrus, the uh, general leading the Italian humanoids who seek to destroy the Thermians. And Robert Sachs, he, Robin Sachs, he's mm -hmm. from Buffy. He was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Ethan Rain. He's been on a few episodes mm -hmm. in the first couple seasons and one more, I think, in the last couple seasons. Okay. I think. I think he showed up on Angel once, too. Uh, sadly, he's passed away as well, but uh, he was such a great actor. He was a great foil to uh, uh, Giles and Buffy. Yes, yeah. And I think if they did go ahead with the uh, Giles spinoff show, Ripper... I think it's supposed to have a, a large part in that, yes. too. Yes! Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, then we also have... This is, it's like a big cast. Nothing really... Yes. Some of these are not so major, but they have an important part. Uh, Patrick Breen as Quillock, a Thermian who forms a bond oh, with yeah. Alexander Dane. <laughs> we also have uh, Missy Pyle as yes. Lilari. Yep. And she's the love interest for Fred. Yes. And uh, Jed Reeds is Teb. He's uh, Mathis, our second in command. Mm -hmm. Justin Long is Brandon. Yep. A dedicated fan of Galaxy Quest. Um, and these people don't need uh, much of a talk about. And Rain Wilson as the Thermian Lunk. 
Which works perfectly for yes, him. Yes, exactly. Oh, such a good cast. This is this is a major cast. This is huge. I just like, like, how did it do at the box office? I didn't even look. Ooh, do you have that ooh. up? I can look at it in a second. They made, budget was 45, box office 90. They okay. made just, just a little boat, just over. Like they not, doubled. Not great, though. No, no. That's crazy, because I remember when this came out, and I was so excited to see it. I can't believe that it wasn't, like... I Hold on, I'm going to find out what was out at the same time, because that also is a big factor of... Of course, yeah. Um, when it came out. Yeah, I um, I just, I don't know. I, I love this movie. Yeah. But I, I can see why people would kind of be turned off from it, because it... I don't know, it's, especially, like, after seeing the trailers and taking it at face value, it's not, um, it's not, like, super exciting or anything, no. but I remember watching it and being like, why did this not make more money? Because it is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's just awesome. Oh, yeah. And, like, the, I, I don't know, I just thought, like, with the cast and everything, like, it's such an eclectic cast that they would be able to draw in more people. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to find out what it came out. I can't find anything that came out that same same time. Yeah. Um, there, there, I think it's on Netflix. There was sure. a little documentary about, never, no, it's on Amazon. Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary. Oh, interesting. Check it out. It's funny. Is it good? It is good. I remember watching that. It is funny. I'll definitely have to watch it. I haven't even watched this movie in a few years, but uh, it's one of those movies that we always keep around the VHS player, just because it's, like I said, it's fun to just throw on. But, hey, yeah. Always cool. good. Yeah, fun. Well, should we get into the plot? <gasps> yes, I believe plot. we should. Well, no, 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 hold on. Well, I guess what? you kind of talked about it, but where did you first hear about yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Just a little more, you know, don't you have any more you know, details or... I'm I, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was reading and looking up other movies that came out. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, totally. No, I think um, I think we, we kind of saw... We did. I, I saw when it came to theaters. You saw it when... Yeah. I know it was... After it, it came out on VHS. Yeah. yeah. I know it was Star Trek inspired. I'm like, oh, I like Star Trek. Uh, it's got great actors. And I'm like, I want to see this. And I did. And I loved it. Yeah, same. Same. Exactly same. It's a movie that my dad, I knew, would, would love. So, yeah. Okay, I'm ready for plot now. Okay, cool. Let's do the plot. <laughs> That's okay. So, all right, so the cast of an old 1980s space adventure television series, Galaxy Quest, spend most of their days attending fan conventions and making promotional appearances. Yeah. Though the series conceded former star Jason Nesmith uh, thrives on the attention the other cast members, Gwen, Alexander, Fred, and Tommy, resent him. Right. And so Tim Allen's basically like an inflated ego jerk. And, you know, he was like the star in quotations of the show. Yeah. And everybody else, even though they did, you know, equal parts basically on the show, everybody just cares about him. And, it, they're, and they're so mild. It really <laughs> takes the, uh, the, some of the things that went through the old Star Trek. Yes. Where William Shatner was always overacting. He would uh, do kind of, I don't know if he's on purpose, maybe it was, to take away Leonard Nimoy's, his star Star power and try and right. focus onto himself. Um, yeah, it really mirrors that pretty well. Yeah. Like, even some of the events in this movie, like uh, when uh, later on he's in the bathroom and he hears these kind of guys joking about how no one likes him. Everyone's yes. a joke. Yeah. They think he's a joke. That happened to Shatner in yes. 86 at a convention. Some guys walked in and said, I can't believe that Shatner hasn't figured out that. His uh, his castmates, they can't stand him. They think he's a big joke. Yes. And even with um, Sigourney Weaver's character, she's saying how through one interviews that they talk about how she fit into her 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 boob fit into her, her outfit. Yes. That happened to Jerry Ryan on Voyager because she's more known for that with the the form fitting bodysuit and all that. Yeah. Instead of like who you are as like an actor and your role on the show, yeah. all that they cared about was your chest. Yeah. You yeah. got big boobs. How do you get them in there? Yeah. Can I see them? No. Yeah. Okay. Right, and that's <laughs> but that's like so true of. Um, that's a lot of actresses. I was gonna say it, it's hard to be taken seriously, and like that happened with Megan Fox, where like she wasn't taken seriously as an actress because she was pretty, and so they think that you know, and she 
and all that kind of stuff that happened. And it's just frustrating, you know, when it's like, well, I'm smart and talented, but all that you see is my big honking bedonkers, you know what I mean? Like... (laughs) My big mommy milkers, like that's all you care about. <laughs> but it's it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating, and like so, I I like that they kind of played off of that, and it's like, you know, like what did you do that you know she didn't, you know? Yeah. Ah, exactly. anger. <laughs> and yeah, Alan Rickman's character just couldn't give a fuck. Well, he he was resentful. He was, I think, the most because he was. He saw himself as a very serious actor. Yes. He did all these plays, all that. He got I was going to say, he talks about how he was on Broadway. Yeah. yeah. He had five curtain calls. He was uh, Dr. Lazarus. Yeah. And he had this stupid catchphrase he was so tired of saying, but like you said before, that's his bread and butter. That's what makes him the money. That's what yes, makes him pay the bills. that's what pays the rent. Exactly. And look at different, like, oh, places where people are, you know, when they had the, they showed... Tim Allen's character's house, which is a big mansion, yes. big pool. Uh, Weaver's character, she had more of a nice, decent kind of apartment. Yeah. Alan Rickman's had like this dinky old, horrible crappy little apartment. apartment so. Yeah. With like, you can hear like police sirens and yeah. like, oh, yeah. Like he's the one who took it seriously. Yes. But he didn't get rewarded for that commitment. No. So he's bitter. Yes. yes. Very bitter. Ugh. But uh, Gwen, Alexander, Fred, and Tommy resent him and to varying degrees. The states of their careers. Yes. At a convention, Jason is approached by a group calling themselves Thermians, led by Mathazar, yes. who requests his help. Jason <laughs> we thinks... We need your help. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> Jason thinks they want him for a promotional appearance and agrees. The next morning, when the Thermians pick him up, Jason is hungover and does not grasp the Thermians are aliens. This is also after he finds out that he thinks all his, you know, his castmates are all friends. They like him. He's like, he finds out in the bathroom that they don't so much. And he kind of snaps on uh, Justin Long and, and his, you know, his friends. Right. Trying to, you know, get some, I know this happens a lot. Yes. To the actual, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, actors and actresses. Uh, where he'd be like, you know, just, you know, in, this, in episode 16, when you went down Shaft B, the, you, you went the wrong way in the schematics. It shows that you should have went left, you went right. Where's the difference? Where's the error? He's like, guys, it's, it's there's no it's, schematics, there's yeah. no ship, it's a damn show, and he it's walked off. It's a TV off. show, yeah. And he was kind of just frustrated, I think, because yes. he, he was living a bit of a bubble. Yes, He exactly. thought that he was the all and all, you know, <laughs> such a big star of Enchanted's name because they liked him. No, right. they liked the character. Yeah. Not so much what he became because of the character. Uh, yeah. So he went and drank. Yeah. As you do. Yes. As one does. <laughs> uh, and, and that he has been transported to a working recreation, the bridge of the NSEA protector, the starship from Galaxy Quest. Right. And this is funny. Like he's hungover. They're trying to tell him the whole story. He thinks it's a big... Um, yes. Like not a big... Like, like a, 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 fan, a fan-made a fan little thing, show yeah. thing. And um, he kind of falls asleep in the limo. He gets yeah. transported up and he wakes up. Um somewhere like on the ship yeah and he still thinks it's a big fake thing joke yeah, yeah. and uh they, they bring believing believing he is on a set and must perform in character he confronts the thermian's enemy the evil warlord Ceres, yes who demands the omega 13 a secret super weapon that has never been used and whose capabilities are unknown giving uh prefunctory orders jason manages to temporarily defeat Ceres. He basically tells him, all right, fire blue cannons, yeah. fire red cannons, and with his you know, pop can, throw that at him too. Yeah. And he goes to the kill, I'm done, I'm leaving, I got you'll pay me, I'm going home. Yeah. And so he sends him back until when he goes where he thinks the limo, he gets transported through this weird kind of like gel surrounds him and just blasts him back to earth. Yes, and, and he, he like kind goes of, through a black hole. Yeah, and he kind like of... Like it's crazy kind of wakes up. You see him just shaking in his outside by his pool. Yes. Uh, after the Grateful Thermian just transported back to Earth, Jason realizes the experience was real. He attempts to convince the other cast members, but is rebuffed. Yes. When the Thermian Lilaria, Lilari appears and requests Jason's help again, the cast, thinking it's a job, join him, including Guy, who played an ill-fated red shirt in one episode of the series. <laughs> also, when he's running to uh, meet up with them, yep. 
he bumps into Justin Long's character and they drop these little uh, communicators. Yes. And they mix them up. And he thinks exactly. that's the one that uh, the Mathazar gave him. He's trying to show them, yeah, yeah, see, hello, this is your commander. And they're like, we got one too, you dumbass. Yes. And so uh, he tells them, well, there's a limo waiting, or you know, we're meeting the back. If you want to come, meet me there. Yes, exactly. And uh, they're in like the, the, the old van. They're kind of fed up with his acting and just how he's been treating them. Yeah. And like, well, wait a minute. He means a job, doesn't he? What's, it means money. We're getting paid. Yeah. So they got a crew. They members. all get out of the van. Yeah, they go in to get paid. And uh, there's um, Lilari. She's there. Yep, just so you know, in case you came back, I was supposed to stay here and uh, make sure you guys came. Great. Yeah. And she's a hologram. Yes, exactly. She disappears. They get blasted up to the ship. And, um, yeah. Uh, aboard the Protector, the cast learns that the guileless Thermians believe episodes of Galaxy Quest are true historic document documentaries. Yes. Inspired by the crew's adventures. They have based their society on the virtues expounded by the show and manufactured a functioning replica of the Protector. Which is interesting, like, you know, that this is what they chose you know <laughs> and then they talk about later in another scene they talk about gilligan's island oh so, those yeah. poor people oh, those poor people <laughs> but that's like if people like watch tv shows like dexter oh and like game of thrones like they think we're a bunch of like savages yeah <laughs> you know or even like take star wars yes because everything that we show also gets sent out into space yes and like, they're saying, like, but what we're seeing, or we watched back in the 60s, millions of light, uh, light years, but miles away. <laughs> yeah. If there's, like, a, they would receive the signal and they could watch themselves. Exactly. And they could think, this is real. Yep. So, for all I know, there's a giant shark that's eating people, that there's right. uh, a, a house that is uh, possessed by by ghosts. Exactly. Like, anything they could think that's real. Yes. And if yeah. they don't, if they don't have any uh, knowledge of entertainment or faking, yes, yikes! Like, yeah, well, they talk about that, like they've, um, they haven't figured out deception and lying yeah. at this point. This is new to us, lying, exactly. deception. Yeah, because they're just used to always telling the truth and being mm -hmm. upfront and forthright. Yeah, yeah. What a bizarre concept. Very. Yeah. Sarah's returns and attacks the protector again. The group barely escapes through a magnetic minefield, but man, but damages ship's power source, the Beryllium Spear, which yes. is funny because yes. they made that up in the show, and sure enough, out in space somewhere there is an actual Beryllium Sphere yes. that powers the ship. <laughs> That's me, reaching yo. Come on, that doesn't make sense. I'm sure it's called something else, but right. they make it right. Work. The humans travel to the surface of a nearby planet and retrieve a new sphere. In their absence, Sarah seizes the protector and demands the Omega-13. That's kind of his big... Basically, Sarah's found out, well, he goes and conquers the Thermians, finds yeah. out the Omega-13. He's like, I want this weapon. What is it? Yes. And they're like, we don't know. He's like, I don't care. What does it do? Give me it. Yes. Yeah. And there's a bit of more exposition during the, all these parts where um, the Thermians are explaining, you know, how they watch the show and they've yes. basically... they've adapt their entire civilization to that show. Exactly. They all look, they look like, uh, like squiddy, tentacly monsters, not monsters, aliens. Yeah. But they made themselves look human to reflect the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And they've just, yeah, based their whole culture. They said that they were like a dying people. But once they found the historical documents and yeah. quotations, they based their culture around it. Now they're thriving. Yeah. Just, because of the show. Like, it's it's crazy. And also, they about. like, everything is, you know, that works on the ship is from watching them work. So, exactly. like, with Laredo, the ship's pilot, like, when they first take the ship out, they're like, you know, Laredo, take us out. He's like, um, how again? Like, it's been a while since he played it. <laughs> yes. And as he's, he, he accelerates, he kind of scratches the ship against the space yes. station. Yes. Uh, it's a very it funny up. scene. They're like, yo, gotta go, go right. Do I drive? No. Just let me do it. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's so cringy because they're all like, you know, we all, they, they invite a bunch of the crew members up there to witness a historical event, quotations. Yes. And he's like, okay, you know, I can do this and like scrapes the shit out of the side of it yeah. on the way out. It's like, ooh. And, and McTaggart, okay. he's still in character. He's in character kind of the whole time. Yes, like when exactly. Sarah's first shows up, 
Uh, he's like, yeah, you know, give me the Mega 13. He's like, all right, yeah, you know, I'll put it in a box. Just hold on a second. Give me a minute. Yep. Goes to Sigourney Weaver's character and kind of gives like the, you know, cut the signal line. Or, like, yeah. Like, signal. And she's like, yeah, we're dead. And he's, you know, trying to make a plan. You know, we're going to trick him. He's he's as dumb as he looks stupid. As dumb as he is ugly. Thank you, yes. Yeah. And, um, and she's like, you know, Jason, he's like, not now, Gwen. I'm figuring this out. We're going to, you know, shoot everything at him as soon as we turn the communications back on. And he's like, all right, I'm ready. And she's like, well, you've been on the whole time. She's like, well, I gave you the kill sign. Like, no, no, you gave me that weird dead sign. I yeah. agreed with you. Yeah, you think I know where the hold button is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and her job basically to repeat the computer. Exactly. She does that and she says, I'm really doing this. I'm repeating the computer. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyways, oh. they uh, they go down to the planet to get the Bloom Sphere. Which yes. they And this, they just skip the whole part of that which is like my favorite part it's a good yeah. scene um they're they're looking for the sphere with this little tricoder device yep and um they find the mine and these little creatures come out and uh, of course gwen thinks they're all cute and nice and look you're gonna help the whole poor hurt one and guy's like no 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 you these are gonna get monstrous they're gonna be evil yeah and there'll be lots of them and uh they end up jumping and tearing apart the one little one and they're freaking out. And yes. they're like, what's the plan? Well, just run in, grab it, and run away. Okay. So do that. And again, chased by the little aliens. Uh, <laughs> they all manage to get on the ship except for the captain. Yes. Uh, or the commander, I should say. And he meets up with this weird pig lizard thing. Which again, oh, Stan Winston. Yes. Great effects. So good. Nice practical effects. And uh, they decide to try to practice transporting. So they yes. use the pig first. Pig gets transported up inside oh, out. Inside out. And it explodes. <laughs> oh, and this is the, one of the scenes that scared me as a kid. Like, it was just so gross. Because, yeah. like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen an inside out animal, but it's not pretty. <laughs> and this actually, I think it was on the first Star Trek movie, they had that incident happen. I'm sure it was the first Star Trek movie where there was a uh, transporter malfunction and they were inside out. But uh, great scene. There's another. Uh, then the they they all the little aliens are chanting uh, Grignac. Yeah. Which they think is a pig. It's a big rock monster. Yes. And eventually, Fred, who's you know he's kind of scared he might screw up, comes to go comes to his senses and to impress the alien lady, yeah, uh, manages to beam the captain back onto the ship or the commander back onto the ship. Yay! So, but they'll find out that Ceres is on the ship. And uh, Jason confesses that he is not the ship's commander and shows Ceres the Galaxy Quest historical documents. Yes. Ceres realizes that they are actors and forces Jason to explain to a disillusioned Mathazar. Yes. And Which this is, is like, sad. you can just see his heart breaking. Like, yeah. it's so sad. And, and I love how Ceres says to Jason, you have done far more damage than I could have ever dreamed doing myself. Yes. Bravo. Which, and like, I'm like, is so that horrible. is true. Uh, that is true. It hurts your heart. Cirrus uh. <laughs> activates the protector's self-destruct mechanism and returns to his ship, leaving the Thermint and the cast members to die. The humans formulate a plan to abort the self-destruct and defeat Cirrus's troops on the ship. Mm-hmm. Jason communicates with Brandon, a galaxy quest found on Earth, and his network of friends with intimate knowledge of the show. They talk Jason and Gwen through the ship's core and help them abort the self-destruct sequence. Yes. Now, the one scene which they filmed but dubbed over. Oh, yeah. The fuck scene. <laughs> yeah. When they come to this one part of the, the maze of the ship, there's these crushers, which is, you know, in the show, there are these slow-moving like, pistons that yeah. just squish and whatever. And Sigourney Weaver is like, well, fuck that. You see her mouth it, but yes. they dub over her saying, well, screw that. Yes. I never picked up on that until you said. I When I first saw it in theaters, I'm like, that didn't match right. Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> but I'm like, whatever, you know, it, it's just funny. It's a funny reaction. Yeah. But it would have worked better. She said, "Well, fuck that." Yes, I agree. Uh, I think <laughs> I think it was PG thirteen. They could they had they were allowed one fuck, so I'm sure they could have used it there. Sure. They didn't. But, but like, yeah, me watching it as a kid, I probably would have been like, "Whoa." Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I understand why they probably did it, but, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, Alexander leads the Thermians against Cyrus' forces and they take back control of the Protector. With renewed confidence, the crew challenges Cyrus and draws his ship into the magnetic minefield. Yes. This time, the Protector drags the magnetic mines into Cyrus' vessel, destroying it. Yes. This is a cool little um, interaction between uh, Jason and Cyrus, how... Yeah. You know, he's like, what are you guys going to do? You're humans. You're actors. You're not what you think you are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're just, come on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a general. Yeah. I've exactly. actually seen battle. I'm a killer. Yes. And, uh, Jason's like, nope, you're sweating. You're, you're going to blow, you're bluffing. Yeah. There's one thing that I know it's bad acting yeah. and you're sweating. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, really? You don't understand. I'm dragging mines. And Sarah's like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. The Protector, and then the ship gets destroyed. Yes. The Protector approaches Earth to bring the humans home, but Ceres, who escaped his ship's destruction, ambushes them on the bridge. He was dressed, he had a... He had the cloaking thing cloaking that they used. Yeah, yeah. He, looked, he looked like uh, Fred. Yeah. Fred, yeah. Uh, and fairly wounds several crew members. Yes. Jason manages to activate the Mega-13, which creates a 13-second time warp to the past giving Jason Mathazar a chance to disarm Ceres before he repeats his attack. Which is cool, because they kind of were asking, you know, what do you think it does? Yeah. Why don't you turn it on? And the Thermian's like, no, it could destroy the entire universe yeah. itself in all matter. And even uh, it even asks uh, Brandon, what do you Brandon, think? What is yeah. the Omega-13? He's like, well, we don't think it's a giant bomb that'll destroy everything, but we think it's a basically like a 10 se- or 13 second redo. Yes, exactly. And Sigourney Weaver, she even says, like, well, what would 13 seconds do? Like, that's not enough to do anything. And Tim Allen says, when they're talking, he's like, you know, that's enough to take back one thing. Yeah, to, to, make, you know, to yeah. change one mistake. Change one mistake, yeah. yeah. And that's great foreshadowing. Yes. Beautiful foreshadowing. Um, so, yeah, so they, they stop Cyrus. Or should Mathazar stop Cyrus. Yeah, beats him into submission with his cane. <laughs> so good. Oh. The Protector's bridge splits from the main vessel to land the humans on Earth. While the main section departs, with Mathazar leading the Thermians, guided by Brandon and his friends acting as beacons, the Protector bridge crashes into the Galaxy Quest convention. Yes! Coming to a stop on the main stage, the day's cast emerges to the cheers of their fans. But Cerus re-emerges to imperil them again. Jason rolls and shoots and obliterates <laughs> Cerus. And the excited crowd assumes it was all a massive display of special effects. The cast basks in the adoration of Brandon, his pals, and their fans. Yes. Sometime later, Galaxy Quest is revived as a sequel series, Galaxy Quest The Journey Continues. Yay! With the cast reprising their roles alongside Guy and Alari as new characters. Yeah. The end. Ugh. And like, even that like that summary is just like oh it's just not all the good parts no. like it doesn't even begin to tell you of like the humor and the heart that this movie has you know like oh it's just it's a lot of humor scenes are so funny yeah. and the deadpan humor like that alan rickman and um uh tony uh what's his face do like it's just fantastic yeah oh so good like when they're uh they're trying to you know boost away from Cirrus the first time. Yes. Um, Fred, he kind of shows up on the screen, you know, yeah. just just so you know, my my guys here are telling us that can't the ship can't take a much more. We should we should maybe stop. And then no yeah. no just keep going keep going. And uh, when they kind of, they finally stop and the ship's kind of broken, like what do we do? And Fred's like, well, the guys here again think that. Uh, we reconfigure the, the thermal something or other and yeah. we feel to make it to the planet. He's like, let's do that. Okay. And he's like, well, yeah. we're right again. Just give us a hug. Yeah. Come, on. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's just so nice. It's so sweet. Yeah. They're just, oh, it's just such a good movie. I, yeah. It's got, I you know, it. it's got some touching scenes. Like when, like, uh, oh my God. When, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, they have such... Qu- like, Quillock. Yes, Quillock. Yeah, Quillock. He, he kind of gets shot. Yeah. But... Uh, he has a heckin' ouch. Yeah. But he, he gets... He has a nice little moment with uh, Alan Rickman's character. Yes. And it's a great scene. Oh. It really is. It's fantastic. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like, 
bleeding out and Alan Rickman is like, you know, like, I'm, I'm he, so sorry. Like He, he recites a line his character says yeah. because he's like, ever since, you know, I, I'd seen the historical documents, I've always seen you as like a father to me and I followed your your species teachings. Yes, exactly. And him and Rickman's character who's never planned, you know, he hates the lines, he's yes. sick of saying them, he recites them with most, like, more feeling than ever before exactly because so. it's like by by whatever by grab thor's hammer, hammer by something of i forget the rest I don't know. And you shall be, be avenged. avenged yeah and the, he does avenge him so that's nice oh does he ever <laughs> but i love how he just like runs at the guy <laughs> just like so much passion it's yeah rage. it's fantastic i yeah. was trying to and before he's trying to sneak through the ship and uh Quillick is hailing above him you know as an alien he does like his hands up into like a karate chop pose. Yeah. <laughs> that is Lori yeah, right that's, there. That's the my way mom. she does when she acts. Yes, that's exactly what she would do. Somebody would like scare her and she would immediately go full karate chop yeah. mode. <laughs> karate chop. Because <laughs> that'll, that'll save you. <laughs> yeah. Judo chop. Oh my God. So, Nick, what would you rate this movie? Four and a half. Fun. This is a, such a good fun, funny, great movie. Great yes. actors, great plot. Um, it resonates with me because I like to watch Star Trek and Star right. Wars. It's my sci-fi side. Yes. Um, it's got some of the, I don't want to say scary, but it's got yes. some, some creepy scenes. Almost. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like when they first transport in, the Thermians come in as their alien forms. Yes. They have all these tools on them. Very alien abduction-y. Yes. Um, uh, where's the probe? Where, oh, it's going in one guy's ear. <laughs> And like like the designs for Ceres's species, fantastic. I love the look. So creepy. Yes. As like a villain. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like a rep, rep, reptilian creature, but from like when he first meets Timon's character and then later on, like because of the damage. Yes. He's got his one eye patched up. Yeah. He's got a metallic arm. His one lip is kind of ripped away. It, it's really like... Stan Winston Studios are fucking amazing with their work. Yes. The shit that they can do is awesome. Just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Um, just joke-wise, it's great. Right. Um, the theme was fun. Yes. It's it's just a great movie. It really is. Yeah, I, I'd go the same route about 4.5 or 5. I just... Like, I've already talked it to death. I just love this movie. It's just so much fun. And it's one that you can watch with everybody. And nobody's going to be offended or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's such an all-around fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, the music is great. So reminiscent of that, like, 80s, 90s TV shows. You know, the humor is so deadpan and funny. Like, and, and, and when, the, the moments that, like, aren't even supposed to be funny. Like, them just walking into a room with that funny walk, the yeah. Thermians. It's just, I can't help but laugh. Like, and it's just one of those movies that always puts me in a good mood, yeah, you know? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's a total mood lifter movie. A hundred percent. And even when they show, like, the old scenes of... Like the old show, you got Tim Allen with long hair, and he you know, he docks something, check his hair. Yes. Um, <laughs> I like how they added that too. They you know they, they're not really age different, but exactly. they look. You can tell there's a little bit of a difference. Look. Yeah. Um, great. It's just oh, such a just it, fun. little details. Right. Worked so well in this movie. Oh, so good. And uh, even though it's not a horror movie, we could still do Kill of the Flick. There's a Kill of the Flick. There is. That poor pig thing. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> oh. R.I.P. Inside Out Pig. Yeah, it, it gets transported up to the ship, inside out, and then it explodes. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, like not super graphic, because it's an alien pig, but, like, she explodes. There there was ribs sticking out. Oof. There was it yes. multiple eyes. They were backwards. Oh, and it's, like, trying very, to breathe. Yeah, it was like, a lot. Uh, it was very goopy. Yeah, it's it was not pretty. Yeah. It's exactly what you think it would look like, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah. T- t- take a pig, measure inside out, and then blow it up. And there's yep. your... Blah. <laughs> and yeah, that was Galaxy Quest. Such Yay. a good movie. So fun. So good. And next week, we're watching another fun one. We are watching. We talked about this a couple We've months t- ago. We, we went. Have... We were on a Grandma's Boy kick. And... Ugh. Fuck it. We're doing Grandma's Boy We're next week. We're doing Grandma's Boy. 
Not horror whatsoever. No. But no one cares? dies in this movie. It's <laughs> it has it's nothing. Funny. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to. This is such a. Good we talk about movie. it enough on here that I feel like everybody's kind of ready for it. If not, you have to find and watch it. Oh. It is really a funny movie. It is so good. It's, it's done. It, it's oh. it's done by M. Sound Studio. Has got some of his best friends starring in it. Yes. It's. So, so, so good. Is so Justin funny. Long in this one too? No. no. Is he? No. No. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, he's in that, like, he does a lot of those nerdy, weird roles. I'll no. check. I don't think he is. I don't think he is either. Unless you're thinking of, uh, what's his name? The, um. I'm not thinking of Nick, uh. No. What's his name? Anyways, we'll find out next week. We will. <laughs> And thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your fake orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Whore, and YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye! See ya. <laughs>